Welcome to the Hackberry House of Chosun on sermonaudio.com and on sermon.net. This is Bob, and this is a part of our North Korea audio web blog, which you can access on that Sermon Audio site, uh, hundreds of videos or audios on this. Today I've got special news. Some of the stuff that we do on North Korea is very negative and sad and something to pray about, but here's something to rejoice about. We do have a release of a North Korean prisoner. I want to take you back to January of 2016 when he was uh, halfway through his ordeal talking about Hyun Soo Lim, a pastor of a huge church in Toronto. This is from CNN. I, I've had some pretty negative feelings about CNN through the year, but I got to say I, I feel a little better about them after what they have done with this man. But they say the doors open and a prisoner is marched in by two stern-faced North Korean guards, their demeanor expressing authority and righteous disdain for the inmate. In contrast, 60-year-old Canadian pastor Hyun Soo Lim shuffles in the room. His close-shaven head, gray uniform, and downcast eyes express meek submission. Seeing him handled in such a manner is a shock, even though we were told exactly what would happen. For 30 minutes before Lim's first conversation with foreign media, we tried to negotiate a straightforward interview for the pastor, accused of trying to use religion to overthrow the atheistic North Korean regime. The authorities insisted that prisoner protocol, our guards and all, was non-negotiable. The guards lead Kim to his seat on the far side of a massive conference table. Sit down! One guard orders, so Lim sits. Stand up! Pastor Lim rises without hesitation, as if he'd been expecting the command. Sit down! The first guard says again, and the pastor meekly obeys, and the guards turn sharply and march out without a second glance. Now, we're unsure if these theatrics are for our benefit or simply standard practice. The guards, we are told, will be standing outside the doors, for the entire interview. Lim's prison uniform bears the number 36. It is clean, but his shoes show scuffs and traces of soil, signs perhaps of his daily work. And since his trial in December, Lim has been held in a labor camp. He appears to be the only inmate. He has not seen any other prisoners. Lim works eight hours a day, six days a week, with rest breaks, digging holes for the planting of apple trees in a prison orchard. There are always two guards watching over him. He's serving a life sentence of hard labor. He has no contact with the outside world. It was difficult work at first, he says, but he's slowly gotten used to it and now comforts himself with the thought that the exercise is good for him. He looks healthy enough, though his loose-fitting prison clothes make it hard to tell if he's lost weight. We ask if there's anything he needs. And nothing much, just a Bible. I've requested one, but it has not arrived yet, he says. I also really need letters from my family. I've received letters twice from my family. They also sent him snacks of dried fruit, his favorite. The pastor tells us he's only been able to send one letter to his family through Swedish diplomats in Pyongyang. Sweden customarily performs such services on behalf of the United States, 
which has no diplomatic relations with North Korea. Lim is desperate to get a reply, but a family spokesperson says, to her knowledge, they have not received the letter. A Canadian citizen who emigrated from South Korea in 1986, Lim is a minister at the 3,000-member Light Korean Presbyterian Church in Toronto. He spent a lot of time in North Korea, taking more than 100 trips there, according to his family. Lim's most recent visit came January 30, when he traveled there via China on what a family spokeswoman characterized as a routine humanitarian trip. He planned to tend to aid projects established by his church in the northeastern city of Rajin, North Korea, including an orphanage, nursery, and nursing home. It is this tremendous love for the people of the DPRK that motivated Mr. Lim to travel there, family spokeswoman Lisa Park has said. Sentenced to hard labor for life in December, Lim has not lost his faith. He continues to pray and asks his congregation to pray for him, but he says his views on North Korea have changed a lot. I used to think they deified their leaders too much, but as I read the memoirs of both Kim Il-sung and Kim Jong-il, they never called themselves gods. Would you say your biggest crime was speaking badly about the supreme leaders of this country, we ask? Yes, I, I think so, he replies. I hope I can go home someday. Nobody knows if I will ever go home. But that's my hope. I, I miss my family. I'm longing to see them again and my congregation. He prays every day. He prays for reconciliation between the North and South, he says. He prays that no one will be in the same situation that he is now. We invite Lim to record a message to his family, and tears well up as he looks toward our camera. I have realized so keenly how valuable my family is, how precious it is to me, he says. Family is a precious gift from God. I would like to tell my family I love them so much. Okay, if you're still with me and still uh, not crying so much that you can't hear me, I'm going to go on and fast forward to July of 2017, just a few weeks ago. The headline in the star, Cautious Glimmer of Hope for Canadian Pastor Held 900 Days in North Korea. Diplomatic meeting in North Korea renews hope for release of Hyun Soo Lim, who's been in detention at a hard labor camp since 2015. Um, that was 900 days ago and counting. The leader of Mississauga's Light Presbyterian Church went missing during a humanitarian mission in a northern region where Lim was so well known for his charity work that he'd been granted a frequent access visa. Weeks later, North Korean authorities confirmed they'd arrested him, now 62 years old, ostensibly for plotting to overthrow Kim Jong-un's regime. The pastor was sentenced to life in a hard labor camp where he told an American journalist that he digs holes eight hours a day, six days a week. Last Friday, North Korean officials arranged a meeting in the humanitarian spirit between the imprisoned Canadian and a Swedish embassy diplomat in Pyongyang, according to state media outlet Korean Central News Agency. The timing of the July 14 meeting uh, has also commanded attention. It came four weeks after American university student Otto Warmbier was released from a North Korean prison in a coma 
and died just days after arriving home. Any type of contact is always good, says the Toronto lawyer Jack Kim, a special advisor at Hand Voice, the, the largest Canadian organization advocating on behalf of North Korean human rights and refugees. It means that the North Koreans haven't forgotten about Reverend Lim and are at least continuing the dialogue, even if it's on humanitarian grounds. <clears throat> Details surrounding his disappearance more than two years ago have been scant, uh, they've since learned the pastor vanished the same day he entered North Korea after two men approached him and invited him to the capital, Pyongyang. Kim described the North Korean regime as one of the most opaque countries in the world and noted last week's meeting did not include an official from Global Affairs Canada, the ministry tasked with securing limbs released. The fact that it was not someone from Global Affairs but the Swedish embassy tempers my enthusiasm about this. I think you could look at this meeting with guarded, perhaps minimal, optimism. North Korean officials have permitted two prior Canadian consular visits, the last one in December 2016. He's also met with Swedish ambassador Torkel Stirnloff, who's based in Pyongyang. It's unknown if he was in the Friday meeting. The Swedish embassy did not respond to an email from the star. The North Korean gesture seems to be opening an opening for Canada to engage the regime more urgently because there is great and growing concern about Pastor Lim's health. He has high blood pressure and requires medication. The North Koreans have allowed medication to be sent to him. He's lost a considerable amount of weight, between 60 to 80 pounds, and he isn't well, Martin said. I hope this is an opportunity for Canada to follow up in whatever way will bring Pastor Lim home. I don't want to say now or never, but I hope something can come out of this. The North Korean news story also invited the Canadian government to resolve Lim's case. Lim asked the unnamed Swedish diplomat to convey his request to the Canadian government for making active efforts to settle his issue. Well, the ministry did not answer a list of questions about the July 14 meeting from the Star or confirm that it had occurred. I'm going to skip ahead here to what has just happened. Um, August 9, I read this. A Canadian pastor imprisoned in North Korea has been freed after two and a half years in detention. Hyun Soo Lim, North Korea's longest held Western prisoner in decades, was released on sick bail Wednesday by the country's top court for humanitarian reasons, the state-run news agency KCNA said. Lim's son, James Lim, received word over the weekend that a plane carrying senior Canadian officials, a medical doctor, and a letter to North Korean Supreme Leader Kim Jong-un was dispatched to Pyongyang at the last minute, according to family spokeswoman Lisa Park. Now, the plane landed in the North Korean capital Monday. And as I've already said, Lim was serving a life sentence of hard labor after being convicted of crimes against the state, which is their standard line. But his health has deteriorated while in North Korea custody, and the pastor has experienced dramatic weight loss. His release comes amid heightened tensions on the Korean peninsula after U.S. President Donald Trump threatened North Korea with fire and fury on Tuesday. Pyongyang said it was considering a military strike against the U.S. territory of Guam. 
Lib's family had stepped up calls for his release since the death of University of Virginia student Otto Warmbier in June. Warmbier was on a sightseeing tour of North Korea, you may remember, when he was detained in early 2016, later charged with attempting to steal a propaganda poster from his hotel. He died just six days after his release from North Korea due to a brain injury sustained while in custody. He was in a vegetative state when he returned home to his family near Cincinnati, Ohio. The U.S. State Department has since announced a travel ban that will take effect next month, preventing nearly all U.S. citizens from visiting North Korea, with the exception of journalists and humanitarian workers. In, in letters to family, friends, and members of his church in Mississauga, Ontario, Lim has complained of stomach pain and high blood pressure. His family has not been allowed to see him during his imprisonment, but have been able to send him letters and medication via the Swedish embassy. We are relieved to hear that Reverend Lim is on his way home to finally reunite with his family and meet his granddaughter for the first time, Pak said in statements to CNN. There's a long way to go in terms of his healing. Therefore, in the meantime, we ask the media for privacy as he reconnects with his loved ones and receives medical attention. The family expressed gratitude to the Canadian, North Korean, and Swedish governments. We thank the global community for the continued prayers and support, and we also ask that the world does not forget the people of North Korea. I know that you won't. Um, I want you to go to my website, which you're already on, if you're at hackberryhouse.com, and, and check the links. I have three pictures of this man. And then I've linked you also to a video that you'll want to see. It's just a very short one, and you'll probably find other ones on YouTube about his release. They were so worried about his privacy, but one of the first things he did was appear in public before his 3,000-member church and deliver a splendid address, which you can also find online. If you speak Korean, it will help a lot, too. God bless you. Come back and see Hackberry House of Chosun another time. This is the Hackberry House of Chosun. We'll talk soon, Lord willing. Bye-bye.